special episode of the Flames Nation podcast this week. It's a senior week for Liberty football. We'll be joined by John Lunsford, Liberty kicker, and also running back DJ Abner as they give a look back at their last four years in their Liberty career um, and kind of talk about the Coastal Carolina game uh, this Thursday night on ESPN News. Hey, John, thanks so much for joining us. How's everything going? Pretty good, man. Thank you for having me. So, uh, big game Thursday night against Coastal. A little extra motivation trying to beat those guys? Absolutely. Any, anything that has to do with Coastal Carolina, uh, there's always a big emotional background that has to come with it. Uh, they're definitely our biggest rival, and uh, we'll be prepared for them. Uh, games on ESPN News, you know, one of the bigger showcases Liberty Football has ever been on. Um, you know, is that a little bit extra motivation for you personally and the team as well? Um, I think... Motivation is a is a good word to use. Uh, it definitely does because it, it's going to put Liberty out there um, on the national televised event, and I think everyone's going to see uh, what Liberty's all about come Thursday. Uh, senior night as well, so uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of emotions going forward for you. What are some of your initial reactions when you think about being your last game at Williams Stadium? It's tough, to be honest. Uh, you know, I never thought that I'd be. I would be walking out on senior night. Um, I'd talk to my parents throughout the week, and they're coming up, and they're going to walk with me out there. And uh, it kind of brings me back to high school of senior year. Um, I've never seen my dad cry, and he kind of teared up a little bit that day, and my mom was crying too, so it's a big deal. So um, it's going to be a great night. Um, it's going to be – the football is going to be high intensity. It's going to be fast-paced, and uh, the emotions are going to be – probably even higher than that so the last four years you've been here life's obviously changed a lot for you you're mm-hmm. married with a kid and everything got a family um you know what are some of the thoughts you have um just looking back on your liberty career um off the field off the field um there's been a lot of ups and downs to be honest um oh man <laughs> just thinking just thinking about the few off the top of my head um you know you know getting you know pregnant with my girlfriend and then getting married during season and then having to you know do all the that stuff was crazy but you know my sophomore year was was the year that it happened and then um had a exceptional exceptional junior year and I think you know through that God showed that no matter how bad things can get you know the best is yet to come um and I know like the junior year you know we kind of had we struggled a little bit here and there but I think that overall that last year was special teams wise was a great year for us, um, but uh, off the field was was uh, the I guess the breaking point on the field because I mean you, you got to take care of the stuff off the field to get things done on the field. So I think things that were done uh, to prepare me for this year, um, talking about like years past, um, have definitely changed me. Um, and who I am, not just as a football player, but as a person, as a man of God, and also as a husband and a father and a teammate. Um, kind of the same type of question, but focusing more on your on-the-field performance. You know, you obviously had a lot of great accomplishments, 60-yard um, field goal to send the game to overtime against Richmond. It was a big game, a big kick. You know, you've had a number of 50-yard-plus uh, kicks at the FCS record for those. Uh, is there any one or two things um, that kind of sticks out to you, moments, whether it's something you did personally or the team team's accomplishments? Um, actually, yes. You know, a lot of people talk about the 60-yarder and like how it was a big kick. But uh, if you ask um, our offensive coordinator, uh, Aaron Stam, he'll tell you my best kick was actually the 57 at Bryant. 
Um, and no one really talks about that because, you know, it's, you know, it wasn't to send the game in overtime. It wasn't against Richmond. It was against, you know, Bryant, you know, not, not, our, not a big rival, not a, not a big, you know, game. But, um, you know, watching that film, and, you know, I, I know it hit the post, but if you actually watch it, the ball hits about halfway up the uprights. And if you watch my 60-yarder, it barely made it, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I think, you know, that highlight was definitely my best because when it left, the ball left my foot, I was like, whoa, like, I hit that really well. And uh, that was probably one of my, my favorite times is because I felt so confident after I hit that 57 to be like, all right, no matter what happens, I know I'm able to hit the long ones. Um, just if you could speak some to, to your uh, other senior class, senior team classmates, um, just the relationships you have with them, or even you know not just the seniors, but just some of the guys you'll be leaving behind. I know you develop a relationship with Trey Turner. Mm -hmm. um, just you could talk about that a little bit. Um, well, how the locker room set up, uh, me and Chima are kind of closer um, in, in the in the locker numbers, especially me being 49, him being 52. Um, we came in as, as the same freshman class. Uh, really, I mean, just mutual, um, just introducing ourselves. It wasn't anything like, you know, on a deep friendship level. But I think as the years gone by, uh, Chima and I have just kind of developed like just a, a mutual respect for each other. Um, we don't really, you know, we hang out. We're not like buddy buds or whatever. But when we do talk, it's very like it means something rather than just saying, hey, what's up, how are you, you know. Um, yeah, like Trey Turner, you know, that's definitely a guy I'm going to miss. Lucas Holder, guy I'm going to miss. David King, guy I'm going to miss. Hunter Winstead, Avery Eccles, I mean, all those guys. Any specialist I'm going to miss just because we're so I, – I would honestly say that we're pretty dang close as a, as a group. And I think that's going to be um, one of the biggest things to say goodbye to is not just kind of like the individual, but – kind of how like we all act together you know it's like a, it's like a small family right you know, it's like you got like your brothers out there you can make fun of each other you can joke around but then you can be serious and be like hey we need to work on this day and we got to get this accomplished and they're able to do that and so that's going to be one of the hardest things to say bye to yeah so you're finishing up after this semester or you'll be here in the spring as um well? i'm planning on being here in the spring i should um i'm on track to graduate um in may of the fall of the following year um, but we'll see how we'll see how things work out. And obviously, got uh, NFL aspirations. Mm -hmm. um, what, what are some of your thoughts uh, as you kind of finish up your Liberty career and kind of venture towards hopefully playing professionally? That's a great question. Um, I honestly don't think about it that much, to be honest. Um, I talk with uh, my kicking coach Brandon Cornblue with Cornblue Kicking um, in uh, in Florida. He's he's basically the reason why I'm here. In, Liberty, and he um, he's helped multiple kickers, multiple punters, um, just specialists in general um, get to the next level. So I've been speaking with him about it. Um, I've been speaking with uh, Bill Gillespie, our strength coach, about it, um, and just just with my dad, just talking about like, hey, like this agent contacted me. I'm gonna send him your information, and I'm just gonna tell him, you know, I'm I'm not available at the <laughs> at the moment. Um, so honestly, like. Um, I think about it a lot. Um, I visualize it a lot, um, and it's becoming more real because this is our last game Thursday. Um, but honestly, like the, I guess the the time I think about it is very minimal, just because I'm so focused on on. And I'm not just saying this just because it's what coach wants to hear, but like I'm honestly just so focused on, you know, the next game because I would rather want to have a spectacular college season, not make it 
than be like, oh, I'm going to make it, have a crappy season, and then not make it, you know. Yeah. So I would rather finish strong, let God handle the rest, and then, you know, see where, see where it all leads. So um, when your football career is over, whether that's now or hopefully in 20 years from now, uh, what, what are some of the things you hope to do um, with your life? Well, um, I'm majoring in criminal justice, um, so I would like to go in uh, law enforcement. And even though in this time of day, it's probably not the best field to go into, um, but I feel like that would be a good place for me. Or I would go back home and work full-time with um, corn blue kicking. Um, uh, or, I mean, just maybe start like a kicking business or something like that. I don't know. I really don't really never thought about that much. But <laughs> I guess that, that those would be probably the two biggest options I would have. Okay, great. Thanks, John. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Here now with DJ Abnar, Liberty running back. DJ, how you doing? Doing pretty good. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, obviously had an injury, derailed your senior season. Uh, how, how's everything going with the rehab? Um, pretty well, you know. Um, I think we were four to five weeks in, and um, I think I'm a little bit ahead of schedule. I'm walking now, you know. I don't have a boot or anything on, so yeah. It's a little bit more, a little bit more freedom feeling, and kind of getting the motion back, and just, you know, I think it's going pretty well. So what, the, what were the emotions like when you uh, suffered the injury, um, and when did it kind of sit in that you know your career at Liberty's done? Um, it, it when it first happened, I initially just thought it was like a really bad sprained ankle. You know, I, I've had those throughout my you know just being being a football player, you had those. So just come down on the ankle the wrong way, you might be out a couple of days, and then found out that I had surgery and. You know, I've been trying to be positive about the situation, but, you know, it's you look at what you, I guess, accomplished and things that you've done and people you've met, and it's just, a, you know, I try to be positive as much as possible throughout the whole process because God has his plan. He's going to take control over the whole situation. I can't get down on myself. You know, that was pretty much my mentality. Now, my actual emotions was something, you know. College football is a dream, as everybody says it, and, uh, just coming out of the tunnel every 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 Saturday night with the guys, and you, there's never there'll never be another chance that you can get 22 to 44 people working on the same on the same page on this, towards the same goal. Even in any other aspect in life, next level, you never 22 people, 22 men to work hard for the same goal. It's, it's, it's a it's a blessing and something you can't can't forget about those moments so it's just been pretty tough but you know it's a bittersweet thing kind of relaxing a little bit kind of find myself identity wise type deal so how tough has it been the last several weeks since you got injured kind of watching the guys play and suffered a couple of losses that you know weren't expected i guess and kind of you know not meeting teams expectations how tough was that for you just not being able to do anything about it it, it sucks it sucks and it, it hurts really bad because you, you, you see the guys you know, out there making plays or trying to make plays, and, and you see a lot of frustration within the team and stuff like that. And um, that's when you realize what you are to the team, and you understand that, okay, um, maybe you're not here just to play football. And I think that's what I kind of tried to fight, figure out. You know, For a while, I didn't, I didn't like doing anything football-related because it sucked for me not to be able to play. But um, on Saturdays, for some odd reason, like, being on the sideline with the guys, I feel like I just have to encourage them because all in all, we're a young team. We have a couple, like 10 or 11 seniors, but for the most part, if you want to continue to build a legacy, you know, 
you have to help the younger guys improve the program and continue to pick them up even when times like this happen. That really shows how much leadership we have in our program. You were one of the first guys that Coach Gill brought into Liberties when he took over the job here. Uh, how much has your relationship with Coach uh, grown over the past four years? Um, pretty well. Um, I say, you know, when you first get here, he's a very, uh, what's the word I want to use? He, it's kind of like a sneak attack. Uh, he kind of, he observes and he watches you and he, and he figures you out, you know. Uh, things that take you off, the things that, you know, can calm you down, the people, the, the environments, all those type of deals. And you don't really realize how much he really pays attention to you until you kind of get closer towards the end of your career and he starts to talk to you more. He opens up and you're like, oh, snap, coach, good. Well, he actually knows this, and you're like, oh, I didn't think you would know that about me. But, um, you know, he's created, I would say, a change man in myself. You know, um, I, when I first got here, I was a little bit selfish, as any other freshman ready to come in eager to be the, be the face of a program. But, you know, he made, I think he makes men, he makes young men for the world and for Christ more so and he uses the game of football to apply it so even when we get angry on the football field he asks us questions about that and kind of you know narrates it towards life and how you what happens if this happens in life or because there's always going to be mistakes and coach Gill is definitely saying that you know you're going to make mistakes you're going to have some issues that come along in life but we have those on the football field as well how you retaliate how you react will make the man of you so you know he really works on that and I think that's one thing I'm thankful for that he's definitely instilled in me. Uh, four years kind of coming to an end. I mean, you're, obviously your playing career is over, but you got one more game Thursday night. Uh, what, what are kind of your thoughts of that emotion? I know you want to be out there, but the game's on ESPN uh, News. Uh, you know, what, what are some of your thoughts about the game against Coastal Thursday night? Um, you know, in the beginning of the season when this game was first announced, I was amped up. You know. um, I always say that if I was ever to score a touchdown in this game, I'm going to go into the tunnel and not come back, <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, now now I look at this at this game, you know, I realize how much of an iconic thing this is for our university. You know, it's a big ESPN. Everybody gets to see whatever, you know, what we're all about athletically. And, um, you know, I think this is, a, this is a still a stepping stone for our program. You know, although our season may not have been what we exactly wanted it to be, but, you know, like I said before, God always has his plans. It always takes control. And I'm excited to see what the fans are going to do. I know we have this, um, uh, I guess, like the banners. The, the, yeah, the banner contest going on. Um, I know a couple of people are painting faces. And, Jerry, you know, Jerry Jokers always show up for the game. And just to see everybody come home. For, come to, to our home stadium for our last game of the season and being a part of it is going to be a, probably one of the greatest feelings. I'll probably be really emotional and excited as well, but I can't wait to see the guys get the victory. And I know that we're going to work hard this this week, and um, I know we'll be ready. I know we'll be ready. Uh, talking about the emotions of the game, you know, you'll, you'll be honored before the game as part of the senior class. Um, you know, what, what will be some of the motions that when you're out there um, getting announced over the PA system? Um, I, I honestly may shed a tear too. <laughs> it's, 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 it's quite funny, but um, I think it's one of those things that, you know, this is the last time that I could be on the field. I'm, I'm almost, I almost want to ask Coach Good if I can put on the shoulder pads and the pants for one last time, yeah, but, yeah. you know, um, it'll be a great, great. A great, great feeling. Looking into the crowd that I played in front of for four years, and um, 
I guess, receiving respect and I guess all of those type of things that come with being, you know, awarded and accoladed for those type of things. But, um, you know, I'm just excited just to be be able to be on the field and watch the game, you know. These guys work hard year in, year out, summer in, summer out, hot, cold, rain, snow, whatever have you, you know. And it's, it's going to be great to understand that, you know, these guys come, even though we have some turmoil, that we can come together at the end of the season and still, you know, fight for what we still kind of have, a, you know, Direction of where we want to go, you know, sure. we might we might go off the train tracks a little bit, but you still got to get on them every now and then. There you go. So as you look back over the last four years, one of the things I remember about you is uh, your freshman season, the kickoff return against Gardner Webb, kind of launched that comeback in the second half and Coach Gill's first season. Uh, what are some of your your top memories when you think back over the last four years? You know, honestly, never even looked back on them. But I would say, um, if I were to like, I guess, sit back and think, let's take a second. Um, like you said, the Garden Will one, the, definitely the one that I guess you know put DJ Abner on the scene. Um, um, I would say my sophomore year. Um, I would say my sophomore year would just been like, I didn't really have too many like, I guess, crucial moments. I kind of had like, um, I guess. Little nickel and dime moments, and that that season really taught me a lot um, mentally. It was a, that was a mental, that was a strong year for me to be mentally tough. And then my junior year, breakout season, Bryant the Bryant run they got called back. I don't know if people remember that game, but I'll never forget that run. I ran up the hole and cut to the left, made somebody miss, and stopped on the sideline and went back out. I don't, it was. Go for the end zone pile on. He got called back off of a holding call. I remember that one. Um, uh, the JMU game, you can never forget that. Um, yeah, we have the poster of you diving into the end zone. It's going to be living Liberty legend. <laughs> you can never forget those moments. Um, coastal, even even if I didn't block the field goal. But, like, just just that experience as a, for the program is that's big. And, um I would say that one of my last moments that I that I really enjoy was probably this year at Georgia State, the opening kickoff. Um, I was pretty amped up for that game, um, just because it was close to my home. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people there, a lot of family and friends there, and um, I didn't expect for it to hit that that like that. But you know, things happen, and you're able to make a plays. But Georgia State game, Bryant, Richmond, Coastal from last year. Freshman year, Gardner Webb. A lot of good memories. A lot right? of good memories. I can probably go on for days, but yeah. There you go. Um, what, what do you plan to do as you uh, move on from Liberty? Um, you know, there's a lot of questions about, I guess, going pro um, and also, you know, just understanding that there is also life out there as well. I'm kind of stuck in between the two, but um, at the same time, I'm, I'm one of those kids that I want to achieve his dreams of being a professional football player. And I understand that what the, you know, I guess adversity that comes with it and the challenges that comes with it, especially coming off of an injury. You know, I, I haven't really came to a conclusion about what exactly I want to do because there's a, it's a, the, wor- the world is full of opportunities and it just matters which one you pick. And um, I think God's going to lead me in the right direction to kind of, you know, put down football or, you know, that type of deal. And when he does, he, he'll, he'll let me know the sign. I haven't quite got to sit down on it because 
I've been honestly focused on football and trying to school and think about the, those type of deals, these guys, and trying to be a great influence to the younger guys especially. So I haven't really sat down and thought about it. But I know when the time comes, God will definitely give me the sign. You know, I have dreams and aspirations, but I also have dreams and aspirations in the world as well. And But whenever, whichever one I am picking, it's going to be all out and it's going to be devoted. I'm going to be really devoted to that. Well, thanks so much, DJ. I've enjoyed getting to know you the last four years and watching you play football. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you.